I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are hot. In the summer of 1963, hundreds of thousands of civil rights activists planned to join the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom which many predicted would be the biggest demonstration in the district's history. The freedom movement was sweeping the country, exposing racial discrimination in all corners of American life, and the nation's police departments were increasingly coming under scrutiny. One 1959 study revealed that 83% of Southern departments restricted black officers to segregated districts, that in most cities, black officers could not arrest whites. And in 1961, a U.S. Civil Rights Commission report found that 31% of the nation's police departments restricted the ability of black officers to arrest a white person suspected of a felony. Most of these departments required their black officers to hold suspects until a white policeman arrived to make the actual arrest. In In a few cases, black officers were prohibited even from doing that and across the country their authority to make misdemeanor arrests was even more limited meanwhile the abuse black citizens faced from the police was unrelenting brutality was especially vivid on vivid display in the south where scenes of cigar chomping sheriffs attacking civil rights protesters with water hoses and dogs became regular fodder for the nightly news in the early 1960s civil rights groups charged that police corruption and abuse were rampant throughout the country the police still routinely arrested suspects without warrants and held them with little or no cause when asked many blacks conceded that they felt powerless to respond in 1966 a nationwide study validated that fear finding that police officers were almost never convicted or punished in the aftermath of abuse allegations hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback this is where we talk about all the stuff that you guys had to say back to us for the stuff that we said at y'all during the week so we're gonna get into your emails your voicemails your comments on our website your votes in our polls with comments your um uh, donations 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 all of that stuff we're gonna get into that uh today and we thank you for taking the time out to do that we do uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport football a bullet ball extreme uh today's excerpt is from um excerpt is from locking up our own um by the man whose name I always mess up so i'm not gonna say it guys um his name is foreman uh james foreman jr james foreman jr i always fuck that up um but yeah so uh that that's um talking about black police officers and the rights that they did not have essentially um and it because of the murder of um ahmad you know everybody's like i'm running with ahmad and all this stuff this black man who was jogging and the defense of it as it crumbles but the essential the initial defense is that we suspected him of a crime and two citizens who were armed ran their truck in front of him on the street parked and when he decided to not yield to their authority uh he was killed and they were not they did not face any consequences until it became a big viral story on social media right and before that they didn't care they've been seeing that video that video was not new to them right and this is like the the this reminds me of the zimmerman thing because this Mm -hmm. is not an officer of the law there's no authority i have to respect from these people and yet many people are making this argument of well these people are citizens they're making a citizen's arrest you have to respect their citizenship their authority in that way and i would say the reason that they're making that argument is because they're white people right 
and i wanted to read that passage this morning because that's about officers of the law who went through all of the things you're supposed to do to be able to be an officer of the law except for they were black and because they were black there were different rules for them and the rules that they had was essentially unless you see someone committing a felony you can't even detain a white person any white person doing a misdemeanor crime in your jurisdiction in front of your face there's you you better not do shit and anyone doing a felony you may not arrest them you may hold them but you cannot affect arrest and a felony is a lot of things you know sexual assault uh violence breaking and entering all kinds of things Mm -hmm. so essentially um your blackness means that it it it's it surpasses the authority of your badge like the authority of whiteness is the one thing that we are to be beholden to in america like so that's why when people see that former police officer um and they see the same video that we that many of us have seen um they see something differently mm-hmm. um and then the other thing too is i found out today the guy who put the video out is the person that was with them um and he leaked the video not to expose them but because he felt the video would exonerate them oh because he saw something completely different because white supremacy puts these goggles on you that makes you see something in a completely different light what that person saw was a person who was a black man who was not compliant and therefore of course it's not murder he wasn't complying yeah why did y'all kill him well we thought he could have had a gun y'all did have guns what was he thinking what he thinking is what he thought was isn't relevant because we killed him and he's black you know and so it just made me think about that that juxtapose the idea of these black people who have put in all this work to become police officers passed all these courses done all these tests all this stuff and the law is like you can't be arresting white people are you crazy white passes blue even for your black ass yeah it does it does and like i said i seen a, another article like and like i said i didn't fact check it or anything but they were saying that um in addition to that they were saying that they was there was no crimes reported in the area that they claimed for two months they claimed that there was a string of burglaries and that's why they stopped this man turns out there hadn't been a burglary reported in that area for two months this was not that this is just vigilante we're gonna go out and threaten this black man who's just minding his fucking business like i said when i read that initial article i refused to read it on the show when i first read it because it was full of like these speculations about the victim and i don't like doing that you know it was uh he had could have had some mental health issues uh plus you know they were saying that there were robberies in the area and he had been caught breaking into homes and cases and i'm like whose words are we reporting let me guess you're reporting the words of the people that killed the man we know there's a video out there why isn't that here you know why don't you want people to decide for themselves but then we find out they're not afraid of people deciding for themselves they they never considered there was another side Mm-mm, because uh articles started coming out about the people making the decisions and why they decided not to press charges and all mm-hmm. types of stuff because they didn't see what the public saw well not actually what that, black people saw that's their friends correct you know that's their friend so how can you be responsible for prosecuting your friend your friend's a murderer his son's a murderer the person that recorded it is accomplice to murder 
and but that's your friend they worked in your office you worked with the some of them people their people so now all of a sudden it's like i gotta recuse myself next person yeah well i'm just i don't see no big deal i mean i just take it that word for it nobody wants to be the one they told the hammer they told his mom he broke into somebody's house and that's how he got killed what yeah like this is a cover-up from the from like everyone should be in jail not just the the people that the, the other people that shirked their responsibilities that chose their friendship over justice and over doing the right thing you know and what happens in these situations is that someone like ahmad becomes a criminal because he has to be a criminal to justify the actions that have been done you know this is james ball when i don't need i don't need a nigger why the question is why do you right so now my they have to tarnish him they did it to trayvon they do they do it to all of us mm-hmm. once they kill us you know sandra bland once they kill us then it becomes retroactive we were not the right type of black you know we weren't respectable enough or we we had a blemish on our record and the mike brown deserves to die you mm-hmm. know and even we fall into that because yeah. most of a lot of us and most of us including myself has been impacted some way shape form by white supremacy and it's something that you have to uh correct and ask yourself why do i feel a certain way about uh people with baggy pants why do i feel a certain way about people with dreads why do i feel a certain way about them you know wh- why do i feel that way and the answer is white supremacy you know and it, and it, and it goes into the uh want to be politically correct and want to be respectable but we all know that respectability does not matter yeah i haven't seen much of that with this particular case as far as uh people saying he was you know doing something wrong at least not black people but right you know we throw it up there in certain situations absolutely absolutely um so i'm glad for that that i'm not seeing it for him i've seen a few people i haven't seen it directly but people mentioned that you know all you people walking around talking about you wear your college hoodie or whatever when running it like it's not gonna stop the cops from killing you or whatever or stop people from harassing you i like i said i didn't see the people who were running around saying that you know so but i've also curated a lot of stuff away from me so me too sometimes so a lot i miss of that out on that i don't see anyway um yeah that's what it made me think of was just the origins of policing for black people and how this is such a rigged game black people can't even police and you damn sure know two black citizens with guns can't just run up on some jogging white man and talk about you fit the description you know that can't happen and kill them and then walk you know you couldn't even kill another black person and walk like that i just decided that he must have been he fit the description i don't have no proof you know so (sighs) all right sing the song will help if i click the button butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. 
right let's give props to the people that actually gave us some free money people that donated to the show shout out to y'all i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's Today's a new day new day new pay uh bambi dr bambi hooked us up with the uh recurring donation thank you baby nicola c thank you very much kimberly oh our girl falcons diva thank you mm-hmm. jason f donna n kevin w Derek lw felicity f michelle b is a brand new recurring donator thank you michelle hey baby uh donna n zachary n from living uh corporate podcast linwood c grace n lawrence c b coleman got a one-time donation from uncle k who says thank you much love thank you thank you got a one-time donation from denise m no message but thank you very much yes thank you tracy j malanike i cedric w allegra uh preston f team joe and that's everybody thank you so much Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and a song in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. So tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where's the love and the joy and the promise? And tell me it's alright. The truth is I almost gave up, up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower, and I smile. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. All right, let's get into the five star reviews. We got some from you guys. Thank you. Um, let's see who left the. Oh, this is too big. All right, let's see who left some. Uh. First of all, we got some on iTunes, okay? Yay! Um, great podcast, Rod and Karen are hilarious. This is by Danny SAS. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love this podcast, five stars, of course. I've been listening. This is by Naharis in Harris twenty six. I've been listening since twenty fourteen. I've given a five star before, but never left a comment. I know shame on me for taking this long to write a review, but better late than never. Y'all have me cackling around my house the office the store looking like a full-fledged crazy person but i don't care y'all are the reason i can't go a day without my earbuds you guys keep me informed this is not so in a not but not in a not so heavy way love y'all thank you thank you love to hear that Mm -hmm. um say it tell it says uh ad lib fitness 
who says nice to find a podcast i like with a black man who doesn't bash black women every episode or all white people etc fair and balanced with a mix of opinions with both from both hosts thank you thank you man the bar is low huh but the bar is low my nigga real low i'm glad you just saying women ain't shit right you not saying women ain't shit yeah at least not every episode i mean come on Uh, let me tell you about these females (laughs) it is the worst i feel you on that though yes it is uh the definition of a five-star podcast this is from uh pdimp i think or pdimp um many podcasts have come and gone from my playlist but the blackout has been consistently in rotation since i started listening to podcasts in 2013 come join the last frontier of joy in the 2020 world thank you yes we will i'll try not to yawn in your ear too much Uh you never know all this podcasting i'm human oh i forgot oh i forgot to mention uh this is from danielle cc who says hey you know i watch insecure too stop playing uh and it's uh upside down face emoji with a thumbs up emoji and living and living for the reviews you have i don't think condola is pregnant i think lawrence is going to tell Issa he came to the realization that he is not over their relationship all the best danielle d i would love to see that you know you know me and bossy our team Issa and Lawrence Truther, so whatever gets us back to that is cool. Um, all right, and someone left two hearts, five stars, stream excess by Rena Sawayama, rocket spaceship emoji, the jam, and it's from high underscore B. Well, you know what? Thank you. Still we'll five stars, it. and it wasn't mean. Right. So you made the cut. Yes, you did. We'll take emojis uh we got one five star review on stitcher from michelle b15 who says five stars amazing show i've been listening to this podcast for almost two years and it's about time for me to leave a review the podcast this podcast is everything rod and karen delivered an amazing show full of humor informative views and just plain old conversation their take on life especially during these times is just what you need to get through they have helped me get through working from home alone and since oh i didn't yeah i'm glad i have like a like a Mm -hmm some people probably do like the podcast more now that they are home because it just kind of fills the room yeah, right you, you ain't got to put your headphones in now you can just play it in the room yeah and then also just you don't you don't feel like you're just sitting in your house by yourself all the time correct and since i have been listening to them i look forward to getting in the car they have gotten me through many long commutes i'm grateful for what they do and their ability to invite you into their show as if you are family and i'm so glad i found this podcast the gift of laughter they give us is priceless riding carrying on the best thank you michelle b15 thank you that that was so much love we appreciate that mm-hmm. you know that was uh that was nice that's what we do it for guys it really does I, if you're thinking about leaving a five-star review please do because it de- it really does brighten our days and you get to the end of the week and it's like oh man i did 27 shows this week and you know tired and i do all this stuff and then you, you get the five star reviews and you're like worth it you know yes um well let's see we had episode 2097 on our website you can leave comments the black guy who tips uh, it was episode 2097 was a feedback episode it's called black women dream differently we had one comment from miss barnes thank you for talking about us and our makeup my mother always had beautiful brown skin and we use fashion fair brown sugar for her foundation and she chose to use something that was closer to her skin tone and did not wear a lot of makeup i will never forget the time she was working one day and this white woman stared uh stared at her for a long time she finally approached her and said 
i don't know what i don't i know that i am staring at you but i cannot see a pimple on your skin your skin looks so beautiful and clear when mama told this story to me she had to mention this lady was looking casket ready looking like fresh death with a pound of makeup on her face (laughs) ugh when shopping for foundation for my skin tone it was a pain in the ass as with our makeup once upon a time with darker shades it was mixed with a reddish tint to get the foundation to a darker tone when you applied it to the uh in the morning it was a compliment to my tone but when 2 p.m hit i look like a sh- i look shiny as hell with that reddish tint i'm probably yes, because it dries <laughs> i'm sure that makeup companies got it somewhat right since those days of fashion fair mary Kay and avon but it just leaves me with memories of how our t- how tough it is for our dark skinned ladies mm-hmm. for us dark skinned ladies mm-hmm yeah and yeah. if it wasn't for a black woman thinking of black women would the, would the, would the makeup have even improved right and the thing is uh particularly if you're on like the the darker darker end of the spectrum some people couldn't find makeup dark enough you know some people they found makeup and a lot of people may have to lighten it but some people had the reverse problem where they they couldn't find anything dark enough to actually give them a natural skin tone uh have you had more vivid dreams since the shelter in place orders yes or no or we don't have shelter in place here me yes i feel like mine are about the same as they were but yeah but then like a couple years ago i was having super vivid dreams my dreams be all over the place sometimes i some some i remember and some i don't but the ones i remember i really remember Mm-hmm. i took some cbd gummy bears they help mm, okay uh at any rate those made me sleep hard that's the point okay i see i sleep anyway it just made me sleep harder than i already do whatever keep your dreams 43 percent ah! said uh 43 percent said yes 57 percent said no zero percent said they don't have shelter in place where they're at um so anyone listening be to safe this, stay away from the rona anybody listening to this must got shelter in place miss barnes says okay so kind of long story about one dream so one night the podcast is on kind of late for me it's usually around bedtime 7 45 8 p.m and i went to sleep on the podcast no disrespect i'm old ain't no disrespect mm-hmm. people go to sleep on podcasts all oh, the time yes i do too i think uh nick Jew talks about going to sleep on on our podcast and stuff and that doesn't doesn't bother me Mm-mm. plus when i'm just yawning in your ear it probably make you sleepy you know um and i dreamed that i was talking to my homegirl uh that i used to work with at target and was telling her about the podcast and how she needed to listen to blackout tips so in my dream i got my girl to listen to the podcast does that count for anything the uh, teeth and ice try uh mom's drags against the meat mom drags with swag says i have had a lucid dream that i try i'm trying to escape my jamaican ex and not because he was abusive oh girl we know that that you're making pain okay tristan thompson <laughs> got cologne got uh chloe going through it right now i keep him i keep calling him satan and rebuking him and telling him i i was married now i was so vivid i had to apologize to my husband didn't tell y'all didn't tell though Mm-mm-mm. uh lakita says oh we talking weird cpoc dreams at the beginning of this pandemic I had a dream about disembodied zombie hands walking around attacking people trying to crawl up their legs and pulling them on the hems of their dresses to turn healthy people into zombies i remember discussing the hands now we could uh, discussing the hands of how we could get away from them because we couldn't get rid of them not scary but definitely upsetting i assume the hands 
represented the virus now i owe y'all a hundred dollars for this therapy session <laughs> well i don't actually have any therapeutic advice for you me either other than uh cbd gummies okay maybe that'll help you too i don't know it, it will you'll sleep hard uh episode 2098 seat in the tub was what it was called um and we discussed a bunch of stuff you know militarization of american culture some random thoughts coronavirus news you guys you guys know the drill at this point mm-hmm. um and it, we were getting close to three uh 2100 you know so um anonymous says hey rod and karen that reading rainbow segment really was timely the hospital very prestigious major name recognition i work at had a company-wide email go out that the police in full riot gear were going to go be outside the entrance to applaud the first responders as we came to work most people here had no problem with it but it feels disingenuous maybe it's my, my own personal conspiracy theory but it feels like they're trying to siphon whatever good pr they can get while america is praising medical front end and couriers right because in reality you want money like yo 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 you might as well say thoughts and prayers because not trying to be funny it do it doesn't quote unquote equal anything i'm not getting any extra money i'm not getting any new more protection and for a lot of what y'all doing it's a fucking smack in the face when these governors turn around but i open it all back up well i think also that's a great point of them trying to get good pr off of it because right now frontline medical staff and stuff everyone's going outside the house clapping at seven o'clock to make noise for them and stuff like that so there is this idea of like well if we as police are in full uniform praising them it's like you're getting you're getting a boost from like look at those good police officers Mm -hmm. giving praise that's that's what the police are that's what the police do oh i'm with you yes but in real life we know the police do much more than that and much worse than that in many cases so i can see that right and it's one of those things where uh like i said it's like it's nice it's like propaganda's like we are going to make uh the police visible so mm-hmm. that people have a feeling that they're safer with the coronavirus even though we know most people are probably in their houses yeah i think also uh it's not like them being dressed in riot gear is also a message mm-hmm. you know riot gear looks a lot more like you like a lot less like a police officer and more like a military soldier yeah that's true too now yeah i can see even like the way that police do the military um garb and camouflage in the middle of the yeah it's it's just all i don't know it just all gives me a weird feeling like you said it's not a conspiracy but it it does feel like they're trying to siphon off some goodwill while they can yes not while they can they're always doing it ain't even know why they can they will keep doing it they've been doing it forever it's built into being police in my opinion like it'll it won't pass like there'll be something else after this and they'll find an angle on that too you know what i mean like the same way that clap for them at the military i mean at the ba- at the basketball game and we want to thank the police for protecting the stadium today you know what i mean like it's gonna it's a constant arm of policing is the pr- the propaganda of it I, that part i agree with yes uh, i have a feeling the praise will go away soon um for y'all I, I, see that's I, the thing i guess i get oh is that what you're saying the praise for the medical people right and that, that, oh. that's why i was like this is propaganda to pretend and you're trying to get a boost while you can 
because eventually it's going to go back to normal and all this praise that they're getting that's going to stop the police will always get the praise i'm not talking about the officers the police officers yeah will yeah always I, get the I see what you're saying i, I agree Are you right you're absolutely right i already heard i saw somewhere kroger is already trying to take back the two dollar per hour hazard pay thing they were giving their employees already because they don't want to pay they, they never wanted to pay that's the thing they basically are saying we're gonna force you to go to work with the same pay we don't give we don't care about if you get infected we're not gonna take extra precautions we don't care basically when you took this job unknowingly you basically signed up for your life i didn't people didn't sign up for that because this shit wasn't around you know not trying to find it's not like the military you know these are not people who are actually in the military that they're you know civilians quote unquote even though they are actually in the hospital they are civilians they didn't sign up to say i'm willing to risk my life i'm willing to go to war they didn't sign up for that i would have stayed home to avoid this clear photo op but the job and the people who need help come first love the show d troubadour thank you thank you thank you for what you're doing too and i'm sorry you know like i said Mm -hmm. these motherfuckers clearly trying to yeah, capitalize and, off of you and 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 not to uh change not to uh drag it on but that's the part of propaganda they want you to think that they're in that together and they actually are not in that together like they want you to think that we're all in the same we're all in you no we're not we actually are not mm-hmm. and i think it's why they want to be at basketball games and shit like that too it's like look it's basically a photo op every every game of us standing around the nba players and the people that the hometown roots for and the crowd you know it's almost like they're rooting for us yeah because we quote unquote don't want you to forget about us bitch we won't forget about you you're everywhere but they but it's like it's almost like like the um how people joke about all all the mcdonald commercials that's how it is it's like a constant subliminal Mm -hmm. message just posted everywhere you see it on your tv you hear it on your radio you do it at the basketball game you hear it on the it's it's, it's like we want to constantly pump it out there to regardless of if it's the reality it's going to be the reality because we're going to pump it out in the public so till there's no disconnect and that's how a black man can die and people can turn around and be like oh it's okay because in their mind the police officers it's a good thing because we've been told this over and over and over again repeatedly meanwhile black people we really don't see the police that way no so i can see from other perspectives that are ours it probably does work like oh look at our good boys in blue doing blah 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 but Mm -hmm. for black people it's like those motherfuckers will beat my head in without you know without hesitation right and so the message is not for most brown people the message is for white folks the message is not for us because to protect and serve actually means for white people only truth be told you you if you ain't white they're not really trying to protect and serve you because the law says they have to but if the law didn't say they have to reality is that they wouldn't uh ebe says diddy's vote for die vote or die initiative certainly didn't work well because we got bush for a second term that year i think he needs to sit this one out i feel you but i mean he got joe biden to release his black agenda y'all would have never happened without diddy on instagram talking to naomi campbell of course not the poll was do you season your tub with ajax or comment before cleaning it yes or no yes i absolutely do i did it this week i um, need to clean the other tub and i got like a scrub thing power tool type thing that my man mike felder told me about and uh i use that to to go to town on the tub yeah that helped help. because i'm old and that that's scrubbing uh, on your knees and shit though you fuck around they can't get back up yeah i bought i bought a new one too um okay good so 
uh hopefully i'll be here soon anyway 73 75 percent of our audience does season it with some ajax or comet 25 percent of our audience doesn't um so i don't know if that's the white contingent or what green eye <laughs> bandit says i use soft scrub but yes whatever clean i use has to marinate until i remember half a day later oh oh, oh yeah the tub shaking my head mm-hmm. that's what you do and for me it's literally until i remember until i'll be like oh shit i gotta take a bath shit now i gotta clean tub before i take a bath allegra says i'm a comic person and back when i had a tub i'd season for like at least 10 minutes before scrubbing yes i believe this is a blacks only progress process yeah like i assume uh white people buy common and ajax but i do not assume that they let the shit just sit on their shit mm-hmm. for a long time they don't or for some period of time i've, I've seen pe- people say as short as five or ten minutes to which bravo to y'all i don't have the discipline if mm-hmm. i if i let it sit five it's or ten minutes overnight. it's sitting for at least an hour or two before i come back to it sometimes the next day when i, if I remember mm-hmm. what uh, this this week i think i let mine sit for at least a day or two mm-hmm. yeah because we but we have two tubs though i think if i right, had one tub, tub i wouldn't do that because right. obviously i need to take a shower at some point kim doc says i use comet about once every two weeks as a major scrub and polish agent i found that i have if i have drainage issues if i do this more frequently than that uh must be the pipes here oh yeah i guess it could cause some type of buildup. i don't know random have all have y'all ever used kaboom i got some from amazon since the supermarket cleaning product aisle has cobwebs hanging from the shelves where i go you can find even a you can find even a piece of scrub or the dust from tissue oh you can't yeah i'm sure you can't what the fuck people uh first of all uh the nozzles on all three cans are cracked so you know i'm super pissed i made it work i made it work from some bootleg engineering skills went to spray the tub and some blue colored mist jumped out of the projector out of the project out like a projectile i screamed what the fuck jumped back that's a wild where's the product warning i thought somebody was trying to catch a bit slipping it cleared up in seconds so i wonder what the heck uh was the point of the theatrics lol why why y'all ain't telling me i got kittens to raise lol the tub looks all sparkly by the way so go out and get this blue mist or whatever um uh, i think we've used kaboom i think we I have think we have i'm not 100 sure but i, I want to say we have i thought kaboom was more for like toilet stuff but i guess it would work for a tub too yeah and 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 i've used all types of stuff even the the uh spray mildew spray stuff yeah and the thing about the mildew spray stuff maybe because i'm older but that shit don't work they be like just spray it and let it sit no no you actually got to use elbow grease you know they act like you just spray it and this is just no it don't eat the shit up you you actually have to scrub um lila says comment i'm triggered my dad was ex-military although i couldn't see it he always claimed he couldn't see he could still see a ring lying ass i do season it with the sativa clorox or bar keepers Mm. uh Mm. i don't know military like your daddy got the military is you could be upstairs you could be downstairs and you could be like hey roger how you doing y'all shut up with that noise down there you be like the fuck why how how do you got these radar ears yeah uh i don't think that's necessarily a function of the military because my my grandmama's (laughs) they stay in the military at all and they definitely had the same amount of hearing i think that's hereditary or something um my grandma could tell you was opening up the fridge at the front of the house at two in the morning when she was supposed to be asleep so (laughs) 
um but but the other thing though was uh my dad was military he was very anal about cleaning when we was kids i'm not uh, nearly as clean as my dad at this point um at all like i'm not but my dad was super like like he would take the extra time to do the job right elbow grease you know that type of stuff you know list of chores um you know and i mean and and i it wasn't about i don't uh, at the time it was just that you know it was do that shit or get a whooping so it was done the way he wanted it done and that meant the tub and and yeah he you would clean like the toilet or clean the tub thinking you did a good job and he come in and be like no like this shit still got a ring clean this shit better and you got to clean it till he's satisfied or else you ain't going outside or you ain't playing video games or whatever yeah at least uh well i don't know if it's good or bad but you know for me instead of my mama making me do that it but she would just not have the patience and she would just be like she would literally be like let me do it and bump me out the way so a lot of shit i didn't learn how to do till i became an adult because my mom was like uh you fuck it up so so i'm not even gonna waste my time teaching you so i didn't learn how to wash my clothes until i got to college i ain't gonna how to cook until i got to college none of that shit because she was just like fuck it yeah well my dad was like you'll you'll figure it out if you just keep having to do it because you don't want to go do other shit at some point and you know if you want to go play basketball then the tub's gonna get clean that's just that was the truth you know and uh, guess what he was right the tub got clean the you know the toilet got clean whatever the floor got swept this is exactly how he wanted um uh so oh and then i also have questions in the chat uh see kim doc says do you recount your dreams to someone i tell my sister so i don't forget i don't it depends it depends on what it is I, so who do you recount it to you if i remember i don't know if you've ever t- i mean it's been told a, me about a it's dream it's been a while so i, I think I, I the know, answer I is no i know one time i I told my uh mama about a dream i had about her ex-husband one time mm. uh and that you know that that's about it like like it's not a lot of dreams that i remember but like i said if i remember remember them very vividly yeah but the question was do you tell people do you recount the dreams to people oh not on consistent basis no yeah me neither uh what's the name of that tool you use to scrub the tub um i don't uh, go on amazon and look for i think it was like tub scrubber or something i i can't i cannot remember the name off the top of my head maybe oh wait I can, let me look on my amazon order history yeah it got a long arm too i like it i'm gonna get a hold well of it. i had one of them before that cost like 50 dollars or something mm-hmm. or maybe 40 it was from clorox i think but i don't have that anymore this one yeah because i'm I, like i said i'm old that getting down on your knees you be like oh hurt your back okay this one's called upgraded spin scrubber by we me us 360 degrees electric all right there you go that that should be enough to find it on amazon um <laughs> but yeah i i like that thing uh it, it, it definitely helps to clean the tub as opposed to getting in there getting the brush and really i don't think it's as good as getting a brush though no nah. okay right right because yeah cause getting in there and getting the brush is just so fucking hard on your knees and your joints and shit yes sir that's i'm like fuck that miss barnes says i used to make a comet paste and let it sit in the tub i scrubbed it again scrubbed it and then took a brillo pad or the other pad with the soap on it and scrubbed the hell out of my tub uh i have made i have since graduated up the scrub bubbles and an automated scrub wand 
yeah i can't imagine uh plus the other thing too is like when you do that there's uh, by hand you also got to start taking protections like with with like covering your mat your face mm-hmm. and the eyes right because you breathing that shit in and mm-hmm. then you know you, you're not also in conjunction to that like i said your back your joints and shit and uh the biggest thing by the time you fucking clean the tub you know broke a sweat and just time to bathe right 2099 they're still killing us was the episode we had uh, a couple comments d ramsey says sitting here listening to the first 30 minutes of this episode i'm just tired tired of innocent black and brown people dying because certain folks are in their feelings my father and brother both have guns and i'm pretty sure that neither of them would use them to protest the reopening of their individual states alabama and texas yeah man i did see in michigan though there was a group of uh black people that was with guns that were escorting uh people to michigan like state house or whatever um basically like we just want to show that you know y'all ain't the only one with guns y'all come in here acting a fucking fool i'm thankful for life and the works of ida b wells barnett and many others who advocate for our communities uh, every time i go to my food slash shopping runs with my mask i wonder who looks at me sideways as a black woman because of their ignorance prejudice against me because i'm black and a woman shaking my uh with a mask minding my own business hashtag makes me want to holler don't it yeah man i it's weird though like i don't know why but with the mask thing i have not had that paranoia but i understand and i've seen accounts of black people who are dealing with that current like what are they gonna say when i have my mask on thing now i'm hopefully not setting myself up for some like surprise here goes the racism but i mean you can't really prepare for that kind of shit anyway so Mm -mm. uh but for but i'm thankful i and i don't know I, i feel like the whole lockdown has been something that i've really taken in stride because there's nothing i can do about it it's not my fault it's no one's fault other than donald trump and the people with more power than us and you just gotta wait it out i miss seeing and touching and hanging out with my family and stuff you know i definitely miss that kind of stuff um but you know you just want to make it through i want all my people to be safe i everyone listening to the sound of my voice i want them to be safe right take precautions and um you know you just have to wait it out and be patient and hopefully scientists are somewhere doing their thing and figuring out you know some type of method to help us out here and there's never bigger been a bigger incentive for the globe to figure this shit out than what we're going through right now so i I think that's why i've been able to like be calm but maybe i'm too calm i don't know because i haven't even thought about like man if they see me with my mask on they better not do something because i've just been like why would you everyone got a mask on yeah like we see a little bit of everybody yeah. with mask like on. and if you was gonna be racist because i have a mask on as a black person you was gonna be racist because i'm a black person anyway come on at least that's how i feel um but maybe but you know what maybe that's why some black people ain't wearing the mask that's true too maybe it's a different thing than these like white people walk around talking about freedom and shit and there's black people that's probably scared that they can get killed hello or that you using the coronavirus as another reason to harass us mm-hmm. Brooklyn shoebag says my comment is lighthearted. that kate beckinsdale is a middle-aged cougar goals she stays with young dick and i'm not mad at her she's also fine as fuck when you're un- an unproblematic white person that uses sunscreen yep 
you know she kind of remind me a little bit of uh how i feel about eve where uh you know the, the former rapper eve where uh she just be like i'm minding my fucking business like we don't never really see eve saying no stupid shit and she be on tv every day and she don't never go viral for no stupid shit she just get a check be married to a rich man and living life good for her come on hey y'all this from real dark really dark night hey y'all i listened to this episode on thursday and this has been how my week has gone one i hear the story of amar arbery then get to watch the video go up and down the timeline two watch the salon owner in texas get sent to jail by a black judge the governor and legislator gets her dumb ass out of jail and get 300 grand in a gofundme yep yep uh three i see a story of two latinas in texas who stayed in jail for violating the stay-at-home order of course four watching the department of justice drop charges against a man who pleaded guilty for a crime that he committed oh wait man five watch as the president doesn't give one fuck that people are dying of the rona well you know what's funny is that's how the week went for all of us right yes yes not just you that we the week has been i didn't see the video just heard yeah yeah yeah, the week has been that way um but it it was something else you brought up in there that made me want to think about oh yeah them letting out that white lady salon owner and her getting three hundred thousand dollars for the gofundme peak white privilege because that law was not ever intended to incarcerate white people no no Mm mm-mm and like if you look at further into the reasoning part of the reasoning was like well we don't want her to get the COVID 19 while she in jail and i'm like then why is anyone in jail hello if that's the fucking argument i mean what's to stop her from breaking the law tomorrow i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow what he's gonna do today uh i really could go on but i won't my point is i'm in a state of rage and sadness at the same time if people don't think that my five points aren't related they are if you want to have a prosecutor to be president because she was a cop uh if you want ha- oh if you want to have that this is related if, if you are going ju- just going to shrug as people are dying in the streets while white folks refuse to put on a mask and boycott costco this is related the president is the embodiment of white supremacy and he doesn't give a damn about black and brown folks dying this too is related white folks are losing their minds because they don't want to stay home and they have to keep themselves and others protected they couldn't be black for a week and live with the restrictions that we face so i have rage about us dying white people doing the most in the streets and people online still crying earn this vote or lose still in 2020 the dynamics of being black in this country is a lot and that makes me sad peace mm. i feel mm-hmm. you yes absolutely feel you on that man like the like I, i've I've just been doing a good job of ignoring and not engaging these dumbasses, man i, the I can't same and i've kind of like to say my social media over time a lot of that shit i i don't see yeah this is those fucking like lemmings jumping off the you know running into the side of the those motherfuckers just gotta go do that so they still after all this are gonna just run out and you know commit voter suicide by either not voting or voting third party or whatever hey man that's your that's the choice you made i just know i can control what i do and the words that come out of my mouth and i'm gonna do my damnedest to get people out here to say hey we gotta get trump out of office agreed i mean the, the man is literally 
making sure michael flynn is not gonna face any consequences like mm-hmm. there anybody he, that went to jail on his behalf he's gonna be sure they right. do, are not charged wendy says i was really hoping y'all would play one of jojo's bops just so i could hear it again and y'all did haha i lived for her for a hot minute in my teens she was like 14 to 17 when she was on top i had just she was on top wow i didn't i don't know how i've never heard of this girl <laughs> i had just thought she was another child started fizzled out on a related note the just yes yeah, someone on twitter got kind of upset that we didn't know jojo i was like i don't know what to tell you about this white lady i don't y'all know me i don't keep up with nobody i don't dislike her on a related note the juxtaposition of the outrage slash sadness i felt during the first section discussing ida and the most recent shooting in comparison to the annoyance i felt about jojo taylor and them being dogged out by their labels is what makes white people news art isn't it they be going through it but at the end of the day the the floor for them is like a trampoline because it's whiteness yeah and they're just gonna bounce back up again like the flow for niggas is the flow you, you hit the flow you die the flow for them is like you know you hit the flow you break a leg it's like oh no i'm falling boing oh i forgot i was white i'm i'm back on top y'all i'm making music again mm, we hit the ground we might not get back up even at its worst white people problems are nothing compared to our pain and struggles yeah yeah um let's see the poll was should they take harrison ford's airplane license away yes or no that's a good question i would go yes because this is like the second or third accident he's had yeah i say yes too because i feel like when this nigga does fly directly into somebody 747 we're gonna be like oh they should have been took his license yeah yeah it's, you know i don't know if it's old it's sight it's hearing i don't know but you can't do this sir pay somebody else to fly do you, you not have to pass it. a fl- palace license like every so often like a airplane you know, like, a driver's, like, a, like a driver's license I, I don't know anyway uh 96 percent of our audience says yes get off the damn plane harrison ford and four percent says no uh which harrison must listen to the show i don't know uh sofa king says hell yes they should take harrison ford's pilot license that the man that man is the same age as my dad ain't nobody uh, that old got any damn business flying no plane right and my thing is i don't care about you flying a plane it's just for the fact that he has a record of fucking crashing and not obeying and all that's the problem well i'm scared because when you get to that age you might be like it was close to my time anyway but no that don't make it the rest of the people on the fucking runways time brooklyn shoe babe <laughs> brooklyn shoe babe says how many times has he almost got has he almost got a crash take it away miss bond says not the millennium falcon it's fucking <laughs> assessing the plane yank his license yeah I'm i guess chewy did need to be his co-pilot or the pilot Shit. uh in the last episode of the week was actually episode 2100 and it was called murder karens <laughs> got two comments both from the same person kim doc says how are republicans not getting this virus how why is it just us having our people been through enough what the fuck even though secret service members have it do you have to be wildly evil to escape the symptoms sorry for the double comment but this shit is aggravating to me if they got it they would care more i guess fuck them Mm-mm. it wouldn't surprise me if uh donald trump and pence were asymptomatic 
i have no idea how the fuck they don't got it right that's why i said they got and it. and i also don't know about the i don't know like how can they be asymptomatic how many people are asymptomatic it's like the thing i was reading was saying like 10 to 15 percent. it wasn't like some high percentage of asymptomatic people so what's the odds of they old ass both being able to get it and just it don't have no symptoms no effect right that's why like i said i'm gonna I'm put on my open up a third eye and put on my 10 foot cap i don't think they got neither one of them got tested is going to get tested I don't care what you say they're not going to get tested and they're going to turn around and say we ain't got it i really feel like that i mean i guess they could be lying about getting tested the thing for me is i don't i i i hold them in, apparently in a much lower opinion than you do because i believe those craven cowards definitely get tested and they test everyone around them which is why we know who got it mm. why the fuck do we know that they're testing okay. everybody they're test they're probably testing them fucking daily maybe even multiple times a day because mm. they're fucking afraid to get it because they and they have the luxury and the privilege of being in positions where they can get everyone tested around them with while telling everyone else go to work we don't have enough tests too bad to tough it out this is we can't shut the economy down meanwhile these niggas probably got you know the trump's valet tested positive or whatever his driver yeah because they're testing him right because they're right testing him. they're testing all the people all the access to them they are testing they're testing themselves i'm sure like they're the worst type of coward like they talk that shit they don't even believe that shit because Mm-mm. if they really believed it they'll be like you know don't test me i don't give a fuck and don't test my people we like i'm telling everyone in america to go out we don't need tests do whatever the fuck you want to do you'll be fine and 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 i guess to me indirectly that's what you're saying (laughs) like you don't have to say it for for me to feel that's how you feel what do you mean i feel like they don't give a fuck and they're telling people don't get tested and and go against the governor and 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 protest and don't give a fuck and spread the virus that's what you're telling people to do even though you're testing everybody around you well yeah that's my point yeah yeah that's what i'm I'm saying i guess we're saying the same thing that's what i'm saying okay he they are actively telling the rest of the world ain't nothing to worry about right but they in the crib worried as fuck all they secret service agents getting tested like 11 of them tested positive that means y'all tested all of them you know what i mean that means you're testing them tomorrow that means you're testing them probably every time they couple times yeah like you probably test because the other thing is it takes a while to build up enough of the virus in you to pass that to be positive in the test anyway so it's possible yeah it's possible to have it but not necessarily have the levels in it that would pat that would make you test positive or make you i'm assuming make you immediately make you well, sick. yeah or make okay. you sick as well or if you're gonna get sick so right. yeah it's just mm, it's a lot to think about on this shit anyway um the poll are you are people being racist against asian hornets by calling them murder hornets yes or no no yes 40 percent say yes 60 percent say no kim doc says one day we'll really come to terms with just how fucked up and racist these times have truly been people are still in cages but we can do nothing about that with the virus taking up all taking up all the air same thing with daca or bessie devos and her devilish acts against women in academia against people of color i could have listed 800 other issues they created the least of which is more death without mitigation or care this administration has mastered how to distract at every turn mm-hmm. 
when they need to words like cruelty and corruption will never suffice fuck the republican party forever i don't give a fuck all this to say that the murderous bee moniker is racist but the bees are fortunate they don't have to care we do well i I feel you but i feel like if we got to sit and talk to some bees they probably care you know probably pretty hurtful to be on b crime wow wow hope you're proud of yourself care yes i am Mm-mm. what about the crime in b chicago 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line you can call or leave messages as long as they're two minutes or less yo what's up rod karen this is mr stan up here in detroit and whatnot um i'm catching up on some of the shows man i've been behind on some of the shows and i'm listening to episode two, uh, 2098 you know talking about that ring doorbell you're right man you're absolutely right that ring doorbell i have you paranoid like a motherfucker man for real uh i got one of them joints man and uh i'll never forget man one night me and my wife were laying up in the bed and the ring doorbell was kind of going off and i turned to my phone and like to look at the video or whatever and it looked like somebody was breaking into my car, right? So I grabbed one of the guns, get up out of the bed, run outside real quick, get out to my motherfucking car. The doors is locked. And I don't see nobody. So I'm like, well, I'll be damn, man. What the fuck's wrong with this? So I go back in the house, I grab my phone, and I take a look at the video again, and I'll be goddamn, man, if it ain't me my car to grab a case and be out the back seat. That <laughs> damn ring doorbell had me thinking I broke into my own goddamn car, man. That's some bullshit. That's some goddamn bullshit, man. <laughs> for real, for real. So, yeah, man, like, the paranoia that that ring doorbell will, like, induce is crazy. And then when you talk about, like, the neighborhood part of it where, like, everybody is reporting everything, everything is suspicious now. I had to turn it's it It's kind of nuts, man. But you are absolutely right, Rod. That shit will have you go crazy. Um, especially if the damn sensitivity ain't turned down. Everything gets alerted to you on that thing. But, yo, man, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Y'all have fun doing what y'all doing. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Till later. Peace. Thank you, Mr. (laughs) Spann. Thank you, Mr. Spann. And this is exactly what I was talking about. Karen is fucking such a... Karen's such a car-carrying member of the ring uh, <laughs> corporate family over here that I can't even I'm, get no jokes off I, about it. I am bought and paid. I turned the sensitivity off. I was like, no, don't tell me no neighborhood shit. It's a, it's a thing where you go in there and it's in the settings. It's just for the neighborhood. I'm like, don't remind me, never, never. Yeah, well, uh, the fact that the, the the camera made you suspicious of yourself is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. You was looking hella criminal in that motherfucking shit. I know you was. <laughs> Cause it's All meant to black make, and white. It's meant to make everybody look like a damn criminal, man. They did, they did a close up on you, Mr. Span. It's a scale like the like, <laughs> like it. I mean, it's a product that really does justify paying for it because you're so scared all the time. You be like, I can I definitely can't afford to turn off this ring. I know that much. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep paying the money. Like, yeah, you you see yourself coming in the house or taking out the trash and be like, oh my god, I'm getting robbed of my trash. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah the neighborhood thing man some of the stuff they be reporting it's 
some of it's not ridiculous that a, a bell was out there somebody recorded it and everything it wasn't even in my city y'all it wasn't even close to me it, they said two miles away but the, they was like yeah i'm out here in huntersville or whatever i'm like yeah, nigga you are 30 minutes away I'm, of course there's bears out there <laughs> yes it is in huntersville it's i live in a fucking city okay stop stop tagging me to shit that's why i turned that feature off yeah i left a comment i said was it looking for picking it baskets but nobody did <laughs> nobody gave it a laughing face <clears throat> yeah i guess people don't fuck with my comedy on there uh we got one more hi Rod and karen this is monica um i'm at Montycast on twitter i'm in manhattan here in new york city um hanging in there things are okay um i just listened to the first 45 minutes or so of episode i think it's 2099 they're still killing us and i wanted to call you guys uh it was extremely depressing and sad and raw and i just wanted to let you both know that i hear you and i'm sorry um but especially rod just appreciate you being so vulnerable um and emotional you know talking about uh i think i guess your pessimism which a lot of times i feel on board with but then i appreciate hearing karen give you give your point of view about your optimism and that's why you guys are so amazing because you have balance and I, i kind of I definitely have more more rod in me than Karen, but I appreciate you both and and i just I just wanted to say that um I hear you and and I'm one of those people who doesn't always agree with you rod um I'm not left, but I'm maybe left leaning open to left ideas more uh sort of tending toward that and um i think i found myself disagreeing with you sometimes in the past or many times um but anyway on this episode i just really really understood what you were saying um and i you know i just want you to let you know i see you and i hear you uh i can't remember how long this is before it gets cut off but oh, perfect timing that was when it got cut off but she did leave another message okay uh so let me finish that one before we uh uh reply uh let it you know it's got to do this load up thing over here in the background there you go. hi it's monica monica again um so it is two minutes like i thought i got cut off i just wanted to uh finish up with um my thoughts and say that uh I just really appreciate uh, hearing your point of view. I am Latina. I'm first generation. My parents are immigrants from South America. I'm, I've only ever lived in the U.S. and American as can be, um, but also half and half, right? And growing up, definitely always felt like uh, I was made to feel like uh, we didn't belong here my parents, my family, you know, that whole good old American racism. Um, But so anyway, I just wanted to say that I've learned so much from your show because of uh, trying to understand what generational racism feels like and oppression and just carrying all of this. And I could hear that in your voice to have the weight of generation upon generation 
you know, the founding of the country to be oppressing your own people and, like you said, trying to kill you, you know. Um, I kind of, I think I, you know, I kind of sort of feel that way, except, you know, I've only been here technically a minute, right? First generation. Um, anyway, I hope some of this makes sense. Uh, I love you guys. All right, and um, the poll on this episode looks funny, so I hope that the show picks up. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye, uh, sweetie. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, yeah, Monica, first of all, thank you for writing in, uh, calling in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's, it's, um, I think it's weird because, you know, I think when you do a show like this, a podcast, uh, that we're doing, you know, we can be funny. We have funny times a lot of times, mm-hmm. but mostly it's just trying to be honest. And, um, I try to, to just be authentic with how i feel and stuff like that and um i'm never trying to make people feel bad um <clears throat> i'm not really trying i'm i just i don't know some days it's just like harder than others or whatever mm-hmm. but um i think with the amount of stuff i've read and the things i've experienced and seen i um i i'm i'm just pragmatic and i think a lot of black people are pragmatic and um the way that our people express that may come across a bit differently you know than um white people right so there are contingent of black people that essentially want to be white they uh uphold white supremacy they just believe in that shit now and i'm not saying they don't exist but that hasn't been my experience uh in general most of the black people i know lean left out of necessity essentially i had a life and death um but even with that they're still more prone to be empathetic to things they haven't experienced because they've experienced some other things right so um all that stuff to say like i try to be empathetic i try to have a heart for other people but um when i arrive at different conclusions um politically than folks is never out of a because fuck them place or uh because i don't want the world to improve i don't want things to be better or whatever it's just uh it's just so fucking hard to 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 believe in something when you're looking at what we've been through and what where we are it's just hard to believe this country is capable of the things people think it is and it's not these are bad ideas it's just simply like what about this place makes you think you can do that you know this is to this is tainted soil this is this is uh you know this is like trying to grow something in a in a in a place that has had the soil poisoned you know and i appreciate the little things as much as i do appreciate the big things but when you look at historically what the fuck we have attempted to do there's progress but it has come at the cost of lives always always it has come at the cost of um you know time um it has come at the cost of our health all of this stuff um in this country and um at the same time you know like it makes me pessimistic i feel like i'm more realistic than pessimistic but 
you know that's a matter of different opinions and stuff but i feel like i'm more i'm a realist i don't feel like i'm saying anything i'm not i'm not a person who hopes for the worst yeah yeah you know what i mean like i feel like some people are pessimistic i guess to me pessimistic is i'm hoping that things go bad so i can say i was right and i'm like i'm a realist of saying these are all the factors i see affecting things as they are and so that leads to how i think what things will be and then i think a lot of optimistic people are like and fuck the fuck the circumstances of now fuck the history of everything this is what i want things to be and it's just gonna happen and i think that's the thing that really uh that brand of optimism is a big turnoff to me okay because it's, okay, okay. It can, that particular brand because like i say uh i don't feel that way even right. though i'm an optimistic person right you know i don't i i'm i am optimistic in reality mm-hmm. and i want things to happen and i desire these things to happen but also i understand that there is a history behind certain things i understand you can't just hope and wish and pray you have to put work behind these things and put effort behind these things and still be and i and i can do those things and still be optimistic that there will be a change at the same time yeah i think um and and uh, like i said the reason i wouldn't say i'm a pessimist is because like i believe joe biden's gonna win i feel like i was a pessimist i'd be like he gonna lose you know i didn't like him he's not my candidate i don't i don't think he's even that great of a candidate so he gonna lose because simply you know those things and that's how a lot of people feel right now but did i realistically i had to look at the turnout numbers look at the turnout numbers especially in the swing states and i'm like oh no he should win these are the numbers that mean you win i now who knows how the pandemic and stuff will affect all that right who you know uh there's a bunch of other things that could happen but i to me that is my optimism i am choosing to believe joe biden should win this um you know i could do the thing that people do where it's like conspiracy theorist and he gonna steal the election or they not gonna leave he gonna start a war he gonna kill everybody like i could choose to be like that and and no but nobody ever says anything about those people being pessimists and shit that you know but to me that's a pessimistic point of view you know so i i'm going off the evidence that we have and maybe i'll be shocked and he'll lose and i'll be shocked that 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 trump loses and won't leave office or something i'm fine i leave some room to be shocked you know but there's there's just stuff that um it's just stuff that that I, i don't know how i feel like it's almost a slap in the face to it's almost a slap in the face to act like some of this shit is easy you know and i think recently within the last 10 years i have watched people say they had the 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 will to do something and when it got a little tough give the fuck up hand the country back to republicans and so i don't believe in those people and i never will then they have to prove to me that they are as that they have the stick with that that they will push through what they said they want okay americans like to talk a lot of grand shit Mm -hmm. we do but when it comes time to the grit and the grime of it people do not have a wherewithal 
this is a country that fought a civil war and they patted themselves on the back and then they let the south be more deadly for black people eight years later this is not the country of uh high-minded ideals that we put on the propaganda and we promote throughout the world this is not us you know this is the country that pats itself on the back for saving everyone through world war ii while you know in america still killing black people you know this is the country that uh feels like uh the murder of uh, ahmaud arbery is a partisan discussion depending on what your politics are is what how you see that tape so it's just is like i said is it may i don't maybe it is generational i don't know that like the one thing i won't knock people for and i don't i try my best to stay on stay off of it on the show but i don't knock young people for being pushing the boundaries no i don't have a problem with them saying i'm dreaming of a world because this is the world they are going to inherit right so if they want to believe some shit that is like that my old ass is like this is crazy that's not gonna happen our generation wanted the same shit and it didn't work and blah. i I, i'm not mad at them at all you know what i mean like um that's what the youth do every youth does that every new generation pushes but the one thing about the the people that are older is that they used to be young correct and they have seen some shit you know they're not just coming to these conclusions and i the one thing i will say throughout my life is i always did have a wherewithal to listen to older people same because um they are a fount of knowledge but also because my highest ideals is to be one of them come on you only get two choices you know so uh and i you know shit i've fam i've been i've had those moments um i remember c dolores tucker rap talking about hip-hop and how it was so misogynistic and violent and it was bad and i was like man fuck c dolores tucker man and you know i'm with snoop dogg and all them like i don't know what's wrong with that woman and then i mean it didn't i didn't have to get old to realize it but you know in the middle of all that i do remember at some point man like well damn i guess it is kind of fucked up the things that we're saying and we're essentially saying this shit about other people in our race we're talking about killing our own people we're talking about um being abusive to our own women we're talking about um you know selling our own people and shit like she does have a point that those aren't good values like what am i gonna you know i gotta get to be 60 before i can say that but you know it's just life i see older people now talking about the kids the music the kids listen to now and that and a lot of their stuff comes from that point of view of well now that i'm older i'm going this is a bad idea but we listen to the shit going up and Mm -hmm. you know so anyway that's why i don't bash them i try to find balance is what i'm trying to say so and i appreciate you listening to the show even though you seem like you don't agree i think um i think also like uh that that just happens a lot specifically with me where people that listen to the show they don't really fuck with me or they or they disagree with me on certain things but you know they come back anyway and you know to a certain extent it's kind of an honor that people feel like and i feel like that's just them feeling like i'm authentic at least true like he's not pandering to me because i feel like there's a lot of people that say the right shit because they know all the right words and they say the most bombastic bullshit but but they don't mean it Mm -mm. you know like they just saying the shit that they think people want to hear but 
you can they you can tell that that's just not their real feelings about things you see it all the time you know or they get caught up in like trying to impress everybody online and you know i've I've been in that situation before where it's like i gotta keep saying things i gotta do this i gotta find some kind of way to let the people and it's just like nah that's okay it is um all right but thank you for writing in and you know i hate that episode was so sad but i was sad you know i watched that video and i it wasn't some uh thing i need to watch it to make myself it wasn't even that Mm -hmm. i I really wasn't trying to watch the video like that in the in the way of like i sought it out because um to be honest man i know we were going to talk about it and part of for me part of my integrity for the show is i feel like if i'm gonna be discussing something like that i should watch it Uh, that's understandable and i understand a lot of people don't feel that way i'm not i don't tell people anything negative when they don't want to watch that stuff i don't go and watch all of them you know but sometimes i have to and especially when the first article i read was saying how you know it was a struggle and he did this and he did that and i was like what the fuck could it have been you know like my own brain because i i know what i thought it was but i'm like maybe what if this is the time where i click on this shit and and i see that uh they, they got some type of point i need to i needed to know and uh it's like i already knew before i hit play but i but now you know you know and i've seen people make different points you know people have been bringing up different black people who've been killed by the police or killed or died in the, within the community you know people brought up trans women of color that have been killed um absolutely we talk about it on our show mm-hmm. you know but the community doesn't come together the way it does for stuff like this um there's a black woman who was killed um diana something she was killed in her home no the police did it so of course you know they weren't charged with murder um but you know no i don't think they have it on video or whatever but same thing you know i I get those people that feel that way too man it just feels like it's a lot of misery yeah you know going around right now yeah and i said i i uh i'm one of the people that don't watch and i have my reasons why uh but yeah i'm like nah i'm good i believe it yeah i don't have to see it to know that it's real yeah i yeah not like i said this is not this is a personal choice and mm-hmm. it's not a is you know it's why i don't say shit like why y'all got to show black death and because honestly for a lot of people they got to see it that's true right nothing would have happened if this shit didn't go viral agreed this family doesn't get justice now the real question is why the fuck do we live in a country where this has to go viral for anyone to, for the wheels of justice to get turned that's the question how it makes you feel and stuff is important and it, and you shouldn't downplay that so if it makes you feel however you feel you're entitled to those feelings but the the fact is the proof we have proof it doesn't move when we just put the words on the paper and it doesn't move when white people get to tell people what the fuck they say happened so when the white person murders you and gets to tell the world you know hey um this motherfucker was a shit they're a criminal so nothing to see here yeah we got a video let's not show that to nobody nothing happens you know so it took a fucking video it's yeah and, and i'm glad and i'm thankful for the people that actually watched it like yeah somebody has to watch it so i am 
glad and I am thankful that people did watch and they did share. And I know people feel certain ways, but I know for me, I have all the automatic play things turned off across me too. all my social media. Me so. too. This wasn't that, like yeah. I said. This wasn't me accidentally. I went. I I was in looking at an article. It's like and the video's posted here, and I said, "Fuck it, I I need to see." You know, I don't and always make that choice, but I needed to fucking see you know i i don't know what to tell people if they maybe you can relate to it maybe you can't but i need it to know um and i don't feel ashamed of needing to know mm-hmm. and even though i knew it would make me feel a certain way i still would do it again because i needed to fucking know i just like i don't know and i saw people saying like if i die don't you share that video of me getting killed and i said so then don't give you justice just let you die in vain because that's what the fuck happens and we still don't know that they're gonna get justice out of this this just gets the ball rolling they could easily dismiss all the charges against these people it happens all the time so you know it's just i don't know it it was just a depressing ass thing but yeah and like i like i said for some people it is something in them that, that that they have to they have to view it and they have to see it and i'm thankful for those people but then i know that there are people like me to go i'm good yeah i know you keep saying that i'm not attacking you i'm not disagreeing with you this isn't i'm not trying to make make it personal or anything mm-hmm. this is just for me so I, I hope you're not taking it as any slight towards you or anybody that doesn't want to watch this shit i get it this is i needed to watch it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's this had nothing to do with I, I i would never be like and you niggas like those people i don't get those people and i don't right. i don't understand the point of that Mm-mm. but i'm not one of those people so i hope nobody is listening to this taking any of this as as a some sort of you know y'all couldn't take it and i could type of shit because i don't do that right, right like like they got some super extra strength uh of of getting beat that i i'm just not uh uh how i view and my opinions aren't valid because i didn't watch that video yeah it's not a it's not a competition right you know so man i don't know is are people in the chat or is it broken i don't know no, i see people moving i see oh, people posting damn but well, my shit is broke oh well refresh then all right give me a second everybody my bad y'all my bad it hadn't moved in like an hour uh let me pause mm-hmm. yeah but yeah but anyway appreciate you writing in uh, uh voicemailing in and um you know really thank you for listening um i I think right now it's so rare that people listen to folks they disagree with it's like a a fucking unicorn these days right most people like i don't agree with you fuck you it's like okay sometimes it's good to listen to people with differing views especially if you respect their thought process which is what i i do this a lot by the way i listen to a lot of podcasts i don't agree with a lot of people obviously i'm a unique person so there's no one i agree with 100 percent of the time no matter who the fuck they are right but um it's like a lost i don't know it's like a lost thing where people go yeah i consume this media i don't agree with it you know and you can tell because of the way people grandstand where they're like y'all watch or you listen to or you follow blank it's like yes i didn't sign up to become a fucking acolyte of this thing i just consume it like right you know you watch love and hip-hop does that mean you fucking cheat on your girlfriend uh, i mean that those two things don't have to be the same you can mm-hmm. want you know and uh, a lot of times with podcasts and stuff that's how i learn or it's how i get put on the different points of view or at least learn to respect and understand people's point of view you know i'm not that 
that i'm not as liberal and left as certain people i'm not as conservative as certain people i'm not as woke as every, certain people i haven't read the same things had different life experiences than other people but i would like to be able to understand where they're coming from if they're a good genuine person you know mm-hmm. um so you know i hope people can uh do the same thing for us man because i definitely don't assume y'all niggas are just like agreeing with everything Mm-mm, i hope you're not um all right let's get to the emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com is the emails uh address the best it's by ken uncle k long time oh the, he donated this week long time listener first time reaching out found y'all through podomatic in 2012 i know this is a long time listening without reaching out but i had to reach out and tell y'all how great your show is over the years um i have so oh your podcast grew i saw your podcast grow from <clears throat> i saw your podcast grow from playing music while you were talking to karen finding her voice which i love Thank you. and rod always encouraging karen to voice her opinion to having all types of guests on your show because they were interesting and you guys were the first for me to have other podcasts on to give them more listeners oh yeah absolutely man that was, i know we was yeah, ahead of the curve on that yeah. we was ahead of the curve on that at first people were like you won't invite me why right like it was how first of all not why confused. how it wasn't even why it was how yeah not everyone had the technology mm-hmm. or the capability um this i'm sure there were people or just when skype started popping i'm sure there were people before us too but we were definitely like reaching out to everybody having everybody on you know not as much as we do now i mean we don't do it as much now we kind of established some things but uh shit shit some of them guys slipped through the cracks too it's like look back later i'm like man i don't even know why we had this nigga on the show so but uh but yeah thank you uh for listening that long and uh yeah definitely with karen also finding her voice and uh becoming more outspoken and and funnier and trying to <laughs> trying trying new stuff uh on the show and all that like i i love the fun it too. game and got better yep i love it as well uh the thing that i admire most about you guys the quality of podcast you got uh and you uh work ethic you two guys work at it so when people say they're starting a podcast out of podcast you guys are my standard i'm like give me my <laughs> give me a consistent stream of podcast a week of podcasting that i might listen so guys are at you guys are at the top for me i have listened to you guys and y'all have been in my ears for having my from having my kid graduate high school and go to college to my dad passing uh Aww. our condolences mm-hmm. having a daughter i have been listening and laughing and being informed through through all through all live event life events with you two guys uh with you giving in my opinion with the best pot oh i'm sorry i've been listening laughing and being informed through all these life events with you two um and giving me in my opinion the best podcast i've ever heard p.s look out for my donation thank you uncle k well we did look out and we did get it um oh we're about to get cut off let me go to the next session but yeah you guys have uh listened through our life events as well like you know things have changed since we've started this show mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff like opinions have changed you know that's the to me that was the essence of the show man is that y'all don't necessarily sign up to hear certain opinions y'all don't sign up to uh you know get certain content what you're really signing up for is watching me and karen change and grow and develop 
uh every day that you know and as long as we're being honest and authentic i feel like that's what you're gonna get and that's really what every podcast is if you boil it down to it uh for the most part unless they like specifically covering topics or something right almost every podcast is really just watching two people or one person or however many people kind of grow uh if they're being real with you uh yousef rison wanted to shout out the artists of these parody covers for your podcast i frequently pause for a second look at them in detail thank you yousef well yousef those uh i just went to fiverr with two r's.com and uh looked at some of the artists on there and started getting them to do projects for us and stuff mm, you the know work has been great and i think uh you know and also if you really like this art all the stuff is in our t public store if you go to tpublic.com slash tbgwt you can find some of the art and you know we do live shows we sign that stuff assuming we can be able to be six feet within each other and right uh one day hopefully right so we appreciate all that type of stuff so thank you for the people that uh that fuck with it you know um and uh yeah and and, i mean fire there's also like some people have noticed like the voice that opens the show sometimes it changes lately Mm -hmm. uh because i also paid like certain impressionists and stuff to do impressions to to you can get that done on fiverr too and be like hey give me a voice of morgan freeman saying you know riding karen a hot or whatever and that was what i, did. I thought it was Aww, funny it is hilarious when you go back and, and listen to it because periodically i'll go and i'll just you know re-listen to the show mm-hmm. and i hey this ain't the normal intro oh yeah i didn't know if you had heard it or not i heard some of them i probably didn't hear all of them but i've heard some of them yeah they are hilarious because they catch me off guard yeah i mean everybody knows about the sexy dude I love the black guy who tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> like everybody knows the you know the the sexy English version uh, of the promo. Um, I listen to the black guy who tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You know everybody knows the original Lisa promo mm-hmm. that we have. Um, I listen to the black guy who tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Um, Shout out to Dexter. Shout it out. Yep. Um, and then I got like a Bob uh, Belcher one from Bob's Burgers uh, to do one of the voiceovers as well. Because um, I'm a big fan of Bob's Burgers. Yes. And I was getting some Bob Burgers, Bob's Burgers parody art done mm-hmm. for our cover because I thought that would be funny. Ooh. I'll wait till we get off here about some other ones, I thought but uh you know um and i got the simpsons done stuff like that so i thought it'd be like a nice little surprise to the i listen audience. to the black guy who tips because rod and karen are hot <laughs> thought it'd be like a nice little surprise for the audience um you know uh of course everyone should know this uh, intro because you guys have heard it on the show a bunch of times this impression um I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, why not? You know, and JL did that one for us. That was nice of him. Thank you, JL. Um, let's see. I think I got one more day for. Um, and it didn't even cost a lot on Fiverr. Like, some of these impressions, like $5 and shit. Like, you know. To the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. 
so that was yoda (laughs) you guys know how it is man um all right let's see uh trey rice said apparently gmat cash did a song about governor gretchen whitmore too yeah i've heard this i've seen it on um on uh what do you call it like facebook and stuff all the time you know um it's it's straight um i feel like he was just kind of it's more funny than good although i thought the rona one was was better you know that coronavirus song by gmac goes yes it does but uh the big grass joint is is funny and the visuals and stuff for the video the pictures they used was pretty funny so you know it's, it's also go it also is good but it, it ain't is all i'm saying hey on behalf of hey, hey we want to present these buffs to our governor Big Gretch! Throw their bumps on their face. Cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. Uh, you know, YouTube has to load sometimes. <laughs> it caught up to the, the beat. The beat on the other one goes harder. I just We got Big Gretch. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Throw the bumps on her face. Cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stretch. We got Big Gretch. At all. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Come on. Big Gretch and this bitch playing no roles. Excuse all the cussing. That's just how I get my flow on. You want to leave the state, you can stay gone. But right now, Big Gretch said stay home. All that protesting was irrelevant. Big Gretch ain't y'all or the president. How we gonna take orders from a non-resident? Talking about his team coming with the evidence. Uh-oh. Big Gretch got him shook now. When it's all over, you invited to the cookout. When it's all over, you deserve to get took out. Big Gretch with the buffs on on the lookout. Buffs. And she doing it for Michigan, so when she hit the stand, everybody should be listening. She on that pair of buffs with the ice in them glistening. Old Detroit, Michigan. Throw the buffs on her face, cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. At all. You can find that has like a you know a good message and you know he makes it funny which is you know i can always support but yeah it's not the same as that um that coronavirus it felt like he was more on beat yeah this felt like it was a little rushed or whatever you got coronavirus. Ooh, shit. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move, bitch. You got coronavirus. Ooh, shit. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. I'ma chill at the crib because I'm safe here. Yeah, so this that sounds better than me in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, i like the beat that he goes you know no 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 offense to the Mm-mm. big gretch you know what i'm saying um all right and then the last email is from sean who says good morning rod and karen my co-worker sent this to me and i thought you would get a kick out of it thank you for all that you do without with not only the podcast but being a voice of our community first of all thank you that's heavy a lot of a lot of weight voice of the community you know i didn't i didn't ask for that as i've always said i speak for the blacks okay i would say that i myself am the blackest black don't you listen to him matter of fact call me black af if that's not already taken Mm -hmm, okay because mm -hmm. i feel that uh when i get paid by the white people to speak on the blacks that's for us for the culture okay Mm -hmm. now the check all goes to my pocket but it is for the culture i will be spending black, black capitalism this white people's money 
uh for the culture okay so when you see me on my yacht know that that's really all of us on my yacht together with me okay oh really but none of you niggas better come on the yacht okay i will have security shoot you right in your black ass but (laughs) just know that i'm doing it for us as a voice of the community Mm -mm. your words not mine you chose to say that Mm -mm. so i'm gonna just embrace it don't you believe him embrace your compliments in 2020 karen i'm sick of this black women always downplaying themselves this man wrote in to call you a voice of the community okay sit down there and downplay it Mm-mm. pump yourself up girl you are a southern fried voice of the community yeah southern fried and the people and the people's want they love you and support you they love what we have to say now i really think the problem is when you start thinking you're speaking for everybody that's that's really where the problem come in yes sir a lot of i i look up to a lot of people that i feel like speak for for themselves and you know advocate for black people but like i said um there's a lot of voices right it is i listen to the black i mean mine of course being the best but <laughs> secondary <laughs> to me, there's a lot of voices <laughs> Uh, I listen to Blackout Tips while on my morning and evening jogs and laugh while running is always fun. Thank you for being so great. Uh, and then he also included a Word document talking about how the Smurfs are capitalists. Um, wow, this is, uh, Smurf Files Part 6 are the Smurfs capitalists. Over 300 million figurines sold, over 20 million comic books sold, over 40 million albums sold, over 400 different figurines, over 700 consumer products available, 1 million video games sold, translated into 25 languages, 256 episodes produced at $400,000 a shot is a $102 million total cost of TV series, 392 hours of footage. That, first of all, is, are we sure about the $400,000 an episode? That's a lot probably in his heyday probably the highest cause really the, the, the smurfs was the bop the smurfs used to come on nbc doing like saturday morning prime time you know that shit don't exist no more but you know saturday morning prime all them eyes. so how much does scooby-doo episode cost like four hundred thousand dollars a lot of money oh i don't know scooby-doo was probably popular in his heyday too like i don't even think uh our girl uh carrie washington was getting that kind of money to be on scandal for a while it took a while to build up to four hundred thousand dollars yeah but y'all talking about uh, i guess it's different kids children, i don't, I don't know like about this one, Karen. i don't know about these facts on this word document. i mean the num- i'm gonna need I'm not snopes to fact check this the numbers are that accurate but i was being high mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna need snopes to take a look into this for me because not not trying to say you're a liar sean but you did call us a voice of the black community so uh i feel like i have some responsibility here okay he and sean king speaking for all you negroes i'm gonna need y'all to to fact check a little bit okay and make sure you hit up my paypal i'm gonna need to raise some money Mm-mm. uh for for these black deaths okay paypal dot me don't do it slash rod and just send me the money okay Mm-mm. i will get us justice one dollar at a time By yourself, okay okay i is a lot of y'all got coronavirus checks go ahead and write that in paypal.me slash rod tbgwt and uh we will get justice okay starting a new campaign today to get justice for us on the yacht campaign and uh oh and the plane remember we got a and plane, a plane. and we will be getting the justice all over the globe as soon as the pandemic relents and we can get vaccinated we're gonna be getting justice in a lot of tropical spots that's what justice is that's what you really needed the most 
okay i want some i'm gonna go to tahiti to get some justice we gonna get justice uh in hawaii i've never been to hawaii so i would like to get justice there um maybe uh get some justice in uh you know bermuda mm-hmm. some bermudan justice you know they need it uh where rihanna from we going there too we're gonna get justice they got any more people look like rihanna down there we're gonna get some justice at the club with them we're gonna go clubbing with with the justice brigade okay paypal.me slash rod tvgwt okay just put for justice in the donation description Mm -mm. Mm -mm. that way i know that your money specifically is for you know justice and stuff and uh the rest of y'all can give money as well that's gonna go to my uh my mountain hiking fund because i'm gonna get to the top of the mountain that martin luther king couldn't get to for just for all of us as black people so y'all welcome for all of this okay so just make sure y'all submit the money you know uh on time all right y'all that's it for today tomorrow's my uh my mom's coming through for mother's day uh not physically we'll have to do it uh via uh the uh crowd cast or whatever Mm -hmm. she got her mother's day gift practice social distancing but she sent she sent a photo shoot with all her flowers y'all that flower was bigger than i thought it's beautiful my phone was blowing up it was it was like 75 pictures of my mom in them flowers i'm just happy she got them and appreciated them yes all right y'all until tomorrow um i love you i love you too